Welcome to the Book Hub, an online event space hosted by Luther Seminary. This episode from the event Writing Spiritual Stories features Stina Kilsmeyer Cook, author of Blessed Are the Nuns, Mixed Faith Marriage, and My Search for Spiritual Community. Our third author is Stina Kilsmeyer Cook. Her, um, she is also the editor of Bearings Online and works for the Collegeville Institute. So if you are looking for more writing workshops, look at the Collegeville Institute. I can attest it is a wonderful use of your time. Uh, Stina's book is Blessed Are the Nuns, and it came out in September of 2020. Well, hello, everybody. It's great to be here with you all, and thanks to Lu. Luann and Katie for your uh, setting me up so well for endings. We're talking about endings today. Um, so I wanted to start off by just showing you that classic sort of narrative arc that you probably saw in any kind of basic composition class or writing class that you've seen, um, but kind of recasting it in terms of spiritual stories. So we have this great tradition in the church um, about telling our testimonies, right? The classic is I once was lost but now I'm found. And here, this is a, a picture of just a general story arc that I, I borrowed from this website called eleganthack.com. And there's a whole bunch of different styles of story arcs that you can find there. And this one is um, coming of age, but it's the one that I think most directly relates to a spiritual story. You start off in one place as this young informed person, you have some kind of test, you go through a series of challenges, there's difficulties, you might face betrayals or lies, you get disillusioned, and then suddenly, you know, at some point there's a climax where you come to a new understanding, new beliefs. That's where uh, God finds you, you have this epiphany, and those lemons that you were experiencing at the beginning of the, the story arc become lemonade. You have a new life in Christ, perhaps. So this is kind of the overall general archetype, right, of telling a spiritual story. So when we talk about endings, really, we're talking about how do we get to that new life and how do we tell that part of the story well. So when we're ending a spiritual story, um, we first have to go back to that part of the arc that's going up, 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 right? We all live lives where many things happen to us in any given day, right? Um, some of them are notable and some of them are not very notable. Um, and what you do as a writer is, especially if you're telling spiritual memoir, telling a true story about your life, is that you kind of have to go back through your life or through whatever period of time it is that you're writing about and think, you know, what details, scenes, events are going to really serve this story arc? What's going to show this progression from one place to the other that's going to kind of ratchet up that tension to get you to a place where there's some sign of transformation? Um, and kind of going back to what uh, Luann was saying about um, spiritual wisdom or being moralistic or preachy, um, you know, as your, as your character or narrator, whoever it is that is the protagonist in your story is experiencing these hardships, it really helps if, if their learnings as they're going along this journey are coming from someone else in the story. Oh, I learned this from Father Peter or whatever, whoever else is in the story. So it's not something that is just a um, very didactic kind of lesson building experience because nobody wants that in, in a good story. Um, and at the end of your story, it should really reflect some sort of change, right? We're starting in one place and we're ending in another. 
But let's face it, um, when we think about spiritual stories, they're rarely the road to Damascus, right? It's rarely this really clean, neat and tidy. I was once this and now I'm this, I'm fully transformed. You know, I'm a completely new creation. We experience ups and downs in our spiritual journeys. And it's very rare that an entire life will fit this archetype. So it really is a craft. And that's something that's important to know as a writer is there's a difference between real life and writing a story because in a story you're picking and choosing events that serve this kind of general arc. Um, it doesn't mean that you're being untrue. It's just that you can't tell everything, right? So you have to kind of be discerning as you're writing your story. Um, and so and then at the end of your story, it may not be a completely tidy conclusion. You may not have all of the answers. Maybe God didn't answer um, you know, or find you in the way that you expected. And maybe there's some things that are still unresolved. And I think that that's totally appropriate. And in fact, I would be very suspicious if it was otherwise, um, because that doesn't feel emotionally true, at least to my, my spiritual journey. Um, so, you know, for example, this last week, we just went through Holy Week, right? We've told this dramatic story in the church about, you know, Jesus's passion and how he was crucified. Uh, he was in the tomb and then he rose again. And we go through this biblical story. And yet here we are now in the church. We've got 50 more days of Eastertide, right? We're still living the story. Jesus rose from, the, uh, rose from the grave and yet life continues. So it's important to know that when you're creating an ending, you're reflecting on a specific period of time, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the end of your story, um, especially if it's a spiritual memoir. So here are some questions that you can ask yourself. Um, and th this is adapted from writing and selling your memoir. Um, so these are not my original questions, but I think one thing you can ask yourself in a spiritual story is, is there an ongoing theme that can come full circle? That, that might be one way you can reach that conclusion. Is there, and specifically, is there a, an event that can kind of illustrate that full circle moment? Maybe you started in childhood, you know, addressing some kind of issue. And then is there something at the end that can illustrate that? Maybe it's, you've moved into your new apartment and you're hanging up a photo on your wall. And so it's not like a super, you know, moralistic ending, but it's illustrating that you're moving forward. You know, something that shows, that reflects back to that beginning. Um, another thing to think about in writing memoir is, you know, how do you want to frame this? Is this going to be a specific year of your life? Is this a specific season? You have to have some parameters. Um, otherwise it gets too unwieldy. Um, another way to think about an ending is, you know, is there a decision that I, like some specific action that can show that change? Um, so these are some things just to read through and the slides will be available after afterwards for you to reflect on these. Um, so I want to tell a little bit about my story. I wrote this book called Blessed Are the Nuns and it's about mixed faith marriage and my search for spiritual community. And so kind of the beginning of the story is when I talk about, I have a scene where I'm um, explaining what it was like to hear my husband tell his father, my father-in-law, that he no longer believed in God. And we had been having a conversation about doubts, but this was the first time that he had outright said, I'm not a Christian anymore. So this is the inciting incident. This is something that starts this specific story. It's not the story of my whole life. It's a story of marriage. And this story is also about me finding a monastic community in my neighborhood and becoming friends with some nuns. So the way that I decided to limit the story was to frame it around one liturgical year. So I didn't really know when I was writing it how it was gonna end because I was actually living the story as I was writing, which is not necessarily something I'd recommend because it's really challenging. 
Um, and so what I ended up doing was that I wrote through that this entire year, my experiences with the Catholic sisters, also kind of thinking back on my experiences in my marriage as it related to being in a mixed faith relationship. And it wasn't until I had some trusted readers who went through this manuscript with me who could say, oh, I see the beginning, the narrator was like this, and at the end, she's like this. She started in a place of fear, she came to a place of trust. Um, and so that was really helpful for me then to go back through and then kind of cut out the things that no longer kind of serve that change, the lost to found kind of narrative. Um, and I think it's also important to say that, you know, when I finished writing the book, I turned it in and it's now in print, but if I were to write the story now, or if I had to reflect on those same events now in 2021, maybe I would think about them a little bit differently. Um, you can't really know how you're gonna continue to change throughout your life. And so memoir is really just one slice of your life in a particular time. And so when you end something, it may be the ending for the story, it doesn't mean it's the ending as that event might be in your life moving forward. And that's okay. So to go into a, a writing practice, one thing you can think about in terms of this movement um, from beginning to ending is that classic testimony, you know, I once was X and now I'm Y. I once believed this, now I believe that. I expected God to do this, but God did that instead. And really, like I said, our, our stories are much more nuanced and messy than these clear kinds of binaries of X then Y, but it can help you see where have been the movements in your spiritual life and knowing that you're going to add a lot of that thick description, that nuance, that metaphor to really flesh it out in a way that's going to make it um, appealing to a reader. Um, so I just would encourage you to take a minute to maybe try to write out I once believed X and now I believe Y. Do it five different times. It could be you can write it about your spiritual life. You could write it about, you know, your old affinity to Crest toothpaste and now you're a Colgate user. You know, just start listing it out and see if that kind of jogs something for you about where have you seen movement in your life. Um, and another here at the end, describe your earliest memory of church. Contrast that to your most recent uh, experience of church. How, how has there been movement? Oh.